You're listening to Car Free Midwest. We're a podcast based in Omaha, Nebraska, exploring the stories, barriers, and joys of getting around without a car. Our goal is to build a community around more transportation equity and less car dependency. I'm Sarah Johnson. And I'm Joshua LeBure. And, and this, this is Car, is car Free, Free Mid- Midwest. West. Mid South. It's the first episode of the year. What? 2023. We made it to 2023. I don't know where 2022 went. And I know I feel like that's like kind of a cliche to say that, but I legit like feel like I slept all through 2022. Like I feel like yeah. a, a lot of stuff did happen and we had a whole episode about that, but I feel like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's 2023 now. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you see those little memes. It's like, oh, you're processing that 2023 is in two days when you're still not over 2020. And it's like, yeah, that that's accurate. I feel like just the last couple of years have been a blur. And it's for me, it's more than just the pandemic. It's like not, you know, working in a bike shop for the first time in like 20 years and all of the things. So it has felt like a really strange year. Yeah, just for all the reasons. Yeah, the last few months of 2022, I feel like for my work and stuff has actually like picked up a lot. Like I have mm-hmm. a lot of responsive new responsibilities at the radio station and then I have a lot of um I have a lot of clients that have come back for video stuff, so it's just been Cool. So the last few months have kind of felt like normal for the first time, but I feel like the first part of the year was like didn't happen <laughs> i think part of I've that i've never too been is great like, at linear time i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm really bad at it yeah um i'm really really bad at it like i don't know but with that i guess we all are because you know time is just kind of relative we experience it forwards but it all exists at the same time <laughs> deep shit man Car free Midwest, hey. where we talk about the constructs, the social constructs of time. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time is just a social construct, man. So, twenty twenty three is looking like an exciting year, though, for you especially, because yeah. you're moving to the Twin Cities in the spring, <laughs> which is very exciting. We were yeah. thinking about doing it, but now because of a lot of other stuff, we're thinking that we're going to be stuck here for a little bit longer. But that's okay. We'll keep pushing the culture forward here. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people I've been talking with recently uh, have said that they're thinking about moving. And it is, it's that thing where like, you know, a couple years ago when I, well, several years ago when I was still really thinking like, Omaha can change. We can make it better. We're doing this, you know, pushing for all the things. I would get like kind of bummed on people that were moving. I'm like, you're giving up. You're deserting. You like if all the good people leave, then Omaha will never get better. And now I'm the one leaving and I'm like, ooh, well, sort of still accurate. Like definitely if all the progressive (laughs) people leave, the progress will slow. And it is okay that people leave, you know? It is okay. I think if people want to move. Fresh ideas come in. Yeah. If if you want to move and you want to. Like, and it's going to be better for your mental health, for your life. You're going to be able to, like, have opportunities to do other things besides what you've been doing. I think we should all move around. 
Yeah, um, I think stagnation is dangerous. So I just feel like, I mean, actually, Scott and I the other day were talking about making some like little zine about all the things that we've like messed with in Omaha, um, just as kind of like a, you know what, it has been really fun. Like we have had so much good that has come out of being in Omaha and so many fun memories that we're like, we should chronicle it. So I'll keep you posted if that ever materializes. But yeah, just so many good little projects and guerrilla activism and varying forms okay oh, so the, 20- the point of this episode is yeah we were gonna like talk about what we're gonna do in 2023 so aside from me moving what else do you think we should do as a podcast in the new year well i would love to do more interviews like we did last year with authors and activists from around the country even if they're not from the midwest mm-hmm. our most listened to episode was the jeff speck episode episode mm-hmm. for obvious reasons because mm-hmm. that was a really interesting conversation He's doing this kind of work and it's applicable to not just the Midwest, but pretty much anywhere in the United States besides, you know, maybe uh, New York and San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like every city is so sprawling in the United States that there's only a handful of places that are like dense walkable cities. And um so the Midwest can take the advice just as much as anywhere in the South, anywhere in, you know, the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> anywhere, you know. The lessons still are applicable. Yeah. Exactly. I want to so talk with that... Tamika Butler. Do you know her? No. Uh, pretty brilliant queer black woman planner um, who I think now lives in California, but um, she does. That would be to me, that would be like a bucket list interview. She's just smart and transparent and honest and like yeah just a really cool perspective that's important to uh i think highlight so i might reach out and just be like oh i like you and she's from nebraska i think so i'll have to double check on that but i'm pretty sure so might reach out yeah so my bucket list interview this year is uh mimi scheller the author of mobility justice i would love to talk to her i'd love to like bring um more conversation about the intersection of uh you know other types of politics like whether it's like anti-capitalist politics or or you know um i thought a piece from that book that was really interesting is the implications of mobility with climate change um and how we're about to be faced with a bunch of like climate refugees and how are we going to handle that so um yeah just a lot of if you haven't read the book y'all check it out and I've been talking about it all year and I haven't even researched somebody to talk to, but I'd really like to talk to an expert about, um, you know, electric cars specifically as, yep. and as not quite a great alternative when it comes mm-hmm. to climate change and, and lowering pollution and right. how we really need to move towards more mass transit, more walkable cities, more bicycles, more accessibility you know, the things yeah. that we talk about on this show, but really kind of like focus on, um, you know, what's wrong vehicle. with electric cars, yeah. because I feel like people buy an electric car and they feel like they did it. They, they did, did it. The thing. Uh, yeah. And I feel like it's just such a, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like for a while I felt like, oh, let's not rain on people's parades. It's like better than gas cars. And it is true. There are studies that show that it is actually like when it comes to climate change specifically, that electric cars are better 
but that's only if you're comparing like a new car to and the emissions alone car. because and the emissions yeah but what if we're talking about air pollution you know like we talked about one of the biggest problems with air pollution is uh the rubber from the tires and, and the heavier pollution. the car yeah, yeah. The, the heavier the car the yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yep uh, and the heavier the battery in like these electric suvs is something else that's oh, problematic yeah. because they are so freaking heavy that it's really hard to slow them down uh so that's a scary factor and then again just like when it comes to the design of electric cars the hood height we always talk about you know tall front ends are super dangerous but yeah a lot of implications to just thinking that the electric car will save us all i have an ev buddy who um has actually been doing a lot with not just electric cars but also electric bikes i could reach out to him nice i bet he'd talk and yeah there's just uh, that conversation to be had. And then of course, like whenever we're talking about heavier cars and bigger cars and just because it's an electric car, I mean, if you have an electric SUV and you hit a cyclist or you hit a pedestrian or you hit another car, mm-hmm. you know, the cars are just getting heavier and more dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we know, the uh, likelihood of dying in a car crash now is higher because of how heavy and big the cars have gotten. And it's funny because I've been talking to my friend who was visiting London for a couple weeks and he had never really been out of the country and Hmm. I've never been to Europe. So, I mean, I don't, I only know what it's like from movies and watching bike racing. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I went right before the shutdown happened end of 2019 London and Paris. Nice. Yeah. And, and he's coming back. He's like, man, (laughs) like he's like it's crazy like you can just walk everywhere and you can take transit and people are on bikes and people are like you know getting around and yeah and you can like take a train like an hour outside of the city and go visit other towns and you know and i'm like yeah man this is what we're talking about this is like what the whole thing is and and if you don't have that perspective uh yeah it's hard to imagine it until you've experienced it yeah in the same way anyway I've experienced it in a way of, you know, going to New York and I got Mm -hmm. to experience New York in a non very touristy way, like staying with a friend and Mm -hmm. doing local things and taking the subway and hanging out and obviously Mm -hmm. not like in any like professional way or any like super experienced way, but just getting a taste of what it would be like to live in a city where you didn't have to have a car. And, and just even knowing friends who live in New York city who are in their forties and don't even have a driver's license. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to me, that's like a dream. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like New York's really expensive and has a trash problem and other things, but, um, <laughs> but you know, I think there's ways to build the modern dense city now and, uh, improve things you know but obviously that's what this whole podcast is about <laughs> <laughs> doing our little part to talk about it and help others find some language to talk about it i think yeah remembering why we do this is another thing because like sometimes i wonder like I, I like to do it so for me and for you i think right now that's enough and we do have an awesome patreon support base which we are actually I, that's kind of something i wanted to talk about a little bit as far as what we're hoping to do this year we are saying thank you and goodbye to Mode Shift Omaha. Um, we were sponsored by them last year, and we are deciding to just rely on Patreon for the foreseeable future. And so we are going to be trying to up our content 
for those folks. So thank you to everyone who supports us there. Uh, it's the only thing keeping us going aside from just our, you know, passion to talk about these things. So um excited to kind of try to add a little bit more content there. And thanks again to Mode Shift for for believing in us and being our first actual sponsor for 2022. That was a, a cool, cool thing. So yeah, that's like some of the things like with the podcast, I'd love to do some live streams for the Patreon people. Mm-hmm. Um, live discussions, you know, I would mm-hmm. say like getting together in person doing stuff, but you're leaving. So maybe we could try I to do know. one before you move. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got and... a couple months still. And along the lines of, you know, me moving and more interviews and all the things, I want to be, uh, I guess, you know, we always said like we do it every other week and we didn't really do that. And I am a big fan of like saying what we're going to do and doing what we say we're going to do. And so I just want to put it out there. It might not be every other week as we've proved that might not be sustainable. And especially during this move, I really don't know what my capacity is going to be. I we're also it's a double move. So first, we're going to move into my brother's short term rental while we're waiting for this place to our house to sell and close. And then we'll have to move to St. Paul. So there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. Uh, so I guess I just want to be realistic about what's going to happen. But I really think that even if we keep them short and sweet, twice a month is a doable goal. So I think we should try to hold ourselves to that a little bit better. And uh, yeah, agreed. consistent, but realistic. I think this is like the time to really get it back on track. Yeah. That is the one thing. I mean, like, to me, I don't do New Year's resolutions or any of that shit, but it is, like, kind of a reset in some ways and, like, kind of just kind of reassessing reality and giving ourselves, yeah, like, okay, it's a fresh start. Let's do it up. Speaking of a fresh start, I want to talk a little bit about how there was just um, an article that came out about how 2022 was the deadliest for pedestrians in Omaha in a long time. We have a Vision Zero coordinator we don't really know what he's doing. So I'm hoping to kind of try to keep track uh, a little bit. I mean, again, talk about a bucket list. He'll never interview with me. Maybe if you reached out and somehow he didn't know that I was involved, maybe he would get the okay, Uh, but it's unlikely. So I think since we probably won't be able to talk with him, uh, Jeff Subject in the the city of Omaha's public works department, um, we should at least be kind of keeping track about, again, what's working in other places and... um, implore omaha to get real about it instead of just doing study after study with no action but studies man we got to do a study we should do a study to see how effective doing studies is for getting work done no (laughs) (laughs) no no summarily rejected before we do anything else let's do a study about whether or not we should keep doing studies yes okay great it's going to be a 10-year study put out an rfp for the the consultants to do the study about the studies. Oh, yeah. I'm so sick and then, of studies. And then after the study, Such we'll do a study tactic. to see how effective the study about the studies was. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Okay. That should get us through the year. We don't have to really worry about doing anything else. Just talking about well, studies. I would love to see more activism like we saw with the bike lane. Yes. This I year. actually want to reach out to Noemi and see if they'll come on and chat with us about their experience as a full-fledged bike activist in 2022. Sure. That'd be great. Yeah. And then I would love to see uh, the number of pedestrian deaths go down this year. That'd be yeah. nice. Ugh, it is a good um, goal. Yeah. I wonder, 
because I feel like part of it too is like since everything opened back up, I'm curious. I haven't actually looked at the studies, but I'm assuming more and more people are driving again after a couple years of not driving nearly as much. Um, I'm assuming that's part of it, but you know, I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't assume, but, but uh, I'm curious to know if that's like part of the reason why I know 2020 uh, was down because of, well, but so it goes both ways. I've heard, I've heard a couple things. One is there were fewer cars on the road. So everyone thought they had more space to speed. So speeds were higher, even though volumes were lower. Um, and then I'm not sure. Yeah. What happened with 2021 and, I wonder what type of like data person we could bring on to talk about some of that stuff. I think we could get someone from MAPA uh, to come chat with us. I actually reached out to Carlos Morales, who's the former bike ped coordinator for the city of Omaha years ago before he was canned by Stothert and then moved to California and then moved back sort of recently and now works um, for MAPA with Mike Helgerson, all sorts of good folks over there. So maybe we'll just try to pull together some MAPA conversation. My goal this year is to actually come to Minneapolis and do some in-person conversations with people that yeah. you befriend and meet when you're in Minneapolis. Yeah. I actually, cities in general. Yeah. I had um, two, two things about Minnesota real quick. One is I was interviewed by a cool new friend named Ian who does um, Streets Minnesota podcast up obviously in Minnesota. Uh, and so we're going to have kind of regular conversations about my relocation um, and just kind of stuff that's going on in the Twin Cities. And um, I know I, we talked a little bit last time about how I went to a transportation summit uh, up in downtown Minneapolis in, I guess, was that early December? Uh, and it was really cool. There's another one coming up with another advocacy org in um, St. Paul. Uh, early February. And I don't know that I'll be able to get up there, but they have a virtual option. And I'm just kind of excited to see what types of conversations with lawmakers come from that and how their goals at the Minnesota state level differ from Nebraska's goals when it comes to active transportation, just like mobility equity. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of, I'm just really excited. It's been a minute since I've been like excited and hopeful about something when it comes to transportation policy. Uh, so it's kind of fun to have a little bit of a I don't know. It just feels feels like we're going in the right direction with the move up there. But I also know no place is perfect. I'm a little bit disappointed um, seeing Twin Cities Twitter right now talking about the lack of sidewalk maintenance when it comes to snow. They just got like 15 inches of snow um, a week or so ago. And there's a lot of pictures and a lot of discussion about a municipal snow management plan, um, which, again, seems pretty doable. But it comes down to values and priorities. And it doesn't seem like it's really happening up there either. Bummer. Do they I at know. least have a mayor that lives in the town, though? <laughs> I do believe. I do believe they do. That's and actually, like, that's part of the reason that we're deciding on St. Paul and not Minneapolis is because it may not be a lot different as far as corruption between St. Paul and Minneapolis. But boy, howdy, uh, the mayor of Minneapolis is like not not seeming like a good guy. And Mayor Melvin Carter, who's like seems to be a pretty pretty cool younger black guy who's the mayor of St. Paul um, just seems to have like more compassion uh, for humanity. And that's the whole values alignment thing. Like if we just move to Minneapolis and have another mayor who just doesn't acknowledge that humans are humans, uh, it wouldn't feel enough different (laughs) than here. Yeah. It's really easy to be disappointed in mayors. I've realized. True. I mean, and they are humans and they do go away. I don't, you know what I need to look into is term limits. Yeah, the mayor of Denver the whole time I lived there 
the way he handled the homeless issues and the it's just abysmal right and of course like the rampant growth and cost of housing and the lack of response to any of that and the support of all the developers and stuff it's just a nightmare gross yeah um denver when it came to all that stuff was just so bad just so bad um the only like exciting mayor that i can think of is mayor botters so (laughs) Mm -hmm. i know he's so great john if you're listening you're probably not but we love you and think you should come to the midwest return to your homeland and help help us out here (laughs) california has enough people fun well here's to a good 2023 everybody let's uh get people out of their cars let's let's focus on that this year sounds like a plan we're going to do it and that is it for this episode of car free midwest We're here almost every other week with interviews, topics, and documentary pieces covering all things transportation. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at CarFreeMidwest, or visit us at CarFreeMidwest.com. So subscribe now to CarFreeMidwest wherever you listen to podcasts, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash CarFreeMidwest.